Hello, and welcome to Global Wellness for All podcasts. My name is Lale Hancock, and I'm going to be your host every week, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Lisbon time, as we do this journey and adventure of wellness in all parts of our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Global Wellness for All podcast. I'm your host, Lale Hancock, and I am so excited about today's conversation. I have a special friend joining me today. Her name is Sophie. Journey. Yeah, me. Ah! <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Sophie, what country are you in right now? I'm from Austria. Mm -hmm. I'm, okay. I'm living in Vienna. Okay, so you're in Vienna right now. I'm actually been traveling. I'm in Florida, and I'm so excited that our next many episodes, you're gonna you're gonna hear me from different countries. So it's been it's been way too long. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, today, you know, I wanted to share this magical being Sophie with you guys because she's creating some really cool things around the world with children. Okay. But it's not just children, it's not limited children, it's their parents, it's actually the communities. And um, I'm always curious to learn about people that come and play um, a little bit more about their background. Now, I've known Sophie for many years, we've worked together on different kinds of projects, but I found out that she actually was a creative director in the advertising industry. And so Sophie, you know, you're such an amazing leader. You know, you take an idea of something that just sounds so ridiculous, so crazy, so far out there, but yet you actualize it and it becomes this magical gift that ends up empowering so many people around the world. So can you tell us a little bit about you? I don't know, like, have you always been like this even as a child? Like <laughs> what sparked this selfie? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. And hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Um, okay, where to start? I, yeah, I, as you said already, I was working in um, advertising for a long time, I think for like 20 years. And I was always the, the person behind the scene. I was always the one who was um, creating the stuff, who had to come up with new ideas all the time. And I was working in the biggest agencies and in the international ones. And I was really like, I really learned how to do one idea and one idea and one after the other and idea for idea and idea and idea. So yeah, maybe it comes from there a little bit. And I'm so happy with um, all this access consciousness and what I'm doing now and being a certified facilitator that I have also now this um, power to let's say yeah how to say um like to actualize all my ideas which i have in mind mm -hmm. so i don't have to talk with other people anymore hey do you like my idea and what do you say i'm just going for it you know yeah which you know what it seems like an easy concept that we have but to the rest of the world is not that easy so you know i was very um most of you guys listening know I'm very passionate about the earth, like just, 
the earth is just this magical planet that just nurtures us, takes such great care of us, is here to co-create with us. And so often we look to mm, abuse it or even look to save it when it's actually not looking for saving. It's looking for us to step up, be more of ourselves and start creating differently. So Sophie, you know, you were talking about advertising and of course, my ears went up when you said that you and the agency that you're working with were actually representing one of my favorite people on the <laughs> planet. So can you talk a little bit about Jane Goodall and uh, this little project, this big project that you're working on? <laughs> yes, of course. So I was doing um, her merchandising for, yeah, let's say in Austria. And I was writing all the letters who are coming to you into your houses to donate for her organization. And it was really funny because all the donations or most of the donations came actually from Austria. So she has a really like a fan community here. And she's such a wonderful lady. I met her a couple of times and I really have to yeah, she is for me access consciousness. She is for me all these tools. She is for me this inspiring woman who has an idea and she's just actualizing it without any limitations. She's just going for it. And she's really, I mean, she's changing the world so much. And now she's almost 90. She's still traveling around every country and um, doing her amazing speeches all around the globe it's really amazing for me well we have this project called the earth with an mm -hmm. upside down exclamation point and it is it's about us each being leaders coming together to find other ways we can all lead you know i think um with anything the earth or projects or anything we're always looking for someone who's gonna do it someone mm -hmm. who's gonna choose it someone who's gonna be that leader so that people can follow. But what if you can be a leader? What if you don't have to wait for anyone else? And Sophie, between you and other people, we do hope that we're gonna get actually um, Jane to come to this Earth Project that we're gonna have next year. So I'm just gonna put that in my, my demands for next year as well. Um, you know, I brought you on because what one thing that I've always been inspired by you is your, exploration of like, okay, hmm, what would be fun to create on the planet? Mm. And then taking the action steps to make it happen. And you did it in Africa, I think last year with, or maybe yes. you're with. So maybe you could talk a little bit more about these cool projects that you've mm -hmm. been leading. Um, I know one of them is with Children with Foundation, one was Children with Bars. So you know, feel free, start wherever you want. We just want to hear more about mm -hmm. all this magic. Cool. Yeah, let's start last year. Before the lockdown, it was really two weeks before the lockdown, I went to South Africa and I was there to do a foundation class, which never happened, <laughs> but something was pulling me to South Africa. And it was this amazing, amazing project which came up with these orphans in the township where I did a bars class. And it was so funny because it was not planned at all. It was planned in two days. It was actualized in two days. And I was there and every person I met told me they are involved in a project in a township. And I was like, 
okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Is everyone in South Africa working in a township or what's going on here? <laughs> so I met, for example, a woman and she told me, yeah, she's working with um, women who got um, victims of trading. Do you say that in English? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's working in this project. And I was like, hey, I'm doing access bars. I'm doing access consciousness. I have amazing tools. Let me know if I can contribute. And then the next woman, I was actually living in her house. She was our host. And she was doing some art therapy with children in a township. And again, I said, hey, I'm having these amazing tools. So what can we create? And both of them, they never come back to me, but that didn't matter at all. And I met my hosts, my wonderful hosts, and for the first time at lunch. Uh, and I was just sitting there and was like, hey, ladies, I don't care if this foundation class will take place or not. What can we do? What can we create here? Um, I heard so many people are working in townships. Is it possible? And one of them said, hey, I have a contact to this wonderful Mama Rosie who has this, um, yeah, this orphans, this 106 orphans. And yeah, I will contact her. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool, contact her. And she said immediately, yes. And this was so cool because she got the sense of it. And this is the thing. If people, if you're coming up with ideas, if you're coming up with, hey, I'm having amazing tools and people cannot receive it, or they think, oh, you are another one who is coming over with some tools. Uh, I have enough and I'm doing my stuff already. It doesn't matter because there will be a person who get the sense of what it is. And this is so cool. And if this energy is matching, it's just like amazing. And then you have to go for that. And this is for me being a leader. You have to find this energy who, who wants it, who can receive it, and then just go for it. And really, I mean, she answered um, immediately, straight after a couple of hours. And then we said, okay, we can do a bus class there with the kids. So what do you think? And she was like, yeah, cool, come over. We can do that. And it was like that. that. Mm -hmm. Well, and many of the listeners might be new or they don't even know what the bars are. Can mm -hmm. you share just a couple of words or a sentence or whatever it is? Just what yeah. is bars? Yeah, the access bars. It's just an amazing body work. It's uh, 32 points on your head. You softly touch them and you get rid of all your limitations of your point of views about any area in your life you are stuck with. And then there are these amazing tools, plus the amazing tools, you get them already in a bars class or in foundation. And yeah, they are just life-changing, right? Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I had my bars run for the first time over nine years ago mm -hmm. and everything was going well in my life. I didn't have health problems. I didn't have financial problems. I didn't have relationship problems. Like it was a moment where my life was just expanding, 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 but I had so much stress, like my kids and how well they were doing in their athletics and stuff. And then my husband and his business. And it just seemed like there was so much stress around me. And a friend called me and said, can I come over and gift you something for your birthday? Wow. You know, I learned this new tool. It's called the bars. And I said, yes, I didn't even care what it was. I was like, yes, come. 
And then she came and she put her hands on the back of my head and my third eye. And within one second, I said, I don't know what this is. I have to tell the whole world about it. Cause they're like immediately my body relaxed. Yeah. And I felt like I was always a happy person, but there was the level of joy in my body. I don't know that I had ever experienced before. And so after that, I would go into the universities, the high schools, you know, like I would do it everywhere for my friends, my family, strangers, because it just was this incredible thing. And, you know, and it's funny because I've taken it into the military, you've taken it into orphanage, like we've taken it to so many places because it's not something that, you know, you have to be a certain age to do it or have a certain problem going on. It's available for everyone. Exactly. And you can learn it so easily. I mean, it takes you just one day and you learn this amazing tool, really. And what I really liked is um, that Mama Rosie, she wrote me later that the kids, they are um, swapping bars twice a week. And this is so cool because imagine those kids they have all they are confronted with all these projections all the time they are poor they have no parents they will not make it they have no possibilities and these are the limitations they already get from outside and it's so cool because with these tools and with the access bars they can actually find out, okay, this doesn't have to be my reality. I can choose something else. And there is more available also for me. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing here is that, you know, these points, mm -hmm. you don't even know you have them. You don't even know because they're all subconscious. Like, oh, like my dad used to say all the time, oh, you have to work hard to make money. And it was so funny because it had become a program, you know, like I have to work hard to make money. Now it's funny because he would say it, but he didn't believe it because he loved his work. He loved business. And even for me, I could do a lot and didn't have to work very hard and still make money. Like it's all these points of views that have been impelled on you that you've made yours that you don't even know you have. Or, you know, I found for bars, it's helped so many people in so many ways. Like, for example, you know, people who had health problems that don't have it once these, these points of views are taken away, you know, and it's as easy as you just lying down and going, okay, <laughs> infinite possibilities. So it's not like there's any effort involved in your part. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, and as you said, it's this receiving part where you actually learn how to receive and also to receive judgments. And I think this is really important for this leadership, being, being a leader, you have to receive judgments. And I remember me 10 years ago and when one person would have said no to me, no, I don't want you in the township or in any projects of me, I wouldn't ask for more. But this is what the access bars are changing. Like, You are, you, are for, uh, you are going, you are asking again and you are talking with this person and with this person till one person can receive you. And this is so cool. Yeah. And you know, you, you really said it right there is like most of us didn't even learn about judgments, didn't even know what it was until 
people taught you, you know? And so often we don't even realize how much we use our bodies and our being to block and say, no, don't judge me instead of, hey, they think you're pretty, great, let it pass through you. They think you're ugly, okay, that's their opinion, let it pass through you. Like how often we don't allow whatever that energy is, whatever that thought or feeling is to just come and go, how much we stick it into our bodies and then we, we have pain in our bodies, you know? So this judgment thing goes so much deeper than most of us realize. Yes. Totally. And it's also like this contraction of your body, of your, yeah, of your ideas as well. If you have an idea and someone is saying no, okay, some person might say no, but the next one might say yes. And then you just well, go for it. You know, Sophie, if, if you look through history to some of the greatest leaders in the world, I'll talk even about Microsoft, okay, or even about Apple, How many people said no to them? Yes. How many people said no to Michael Dow? You know, like how many rejections they received and never gave up to actually allow themselves to have what they created. So, you know, I think most of us have this instant satisfaction of like, it has to look a certain way. Like, for example, you followed the energy of going to a country, South Africa, because, oh, I'm going to go facilitate this incredible class called foundation. And some people would get there and be like, wait, where are the people? And they would make themselves wrong for the plane ticket, for their time, their effort. Instead, you were like, hey guys, we have lemons. What can we make with our ingredients here? <laughs> Ooh, let's play. And the fact that you were willing to even be aware of the conversations, because so many people would have had a conversation with all those people would be like, oh yeah, they're having these conversations. Oh yeah, let me, let me put them aside here. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is where you have actually this fun again, also in your life. You are just following the energy and you're not like limiting yourself anymore. And what you said about the leaders, I also compare it often with top models, for example. I mean, they have to receive so much judgment. For example, Heidi Klum, she's judged by so many people, but she's just following her energy and her and the things she really like and which is fun for her. Everyone, even if the people in Germany say she's stupid or something like that, she's just doing her thing and this is all about being a leader right don't care what other people say or do yeah you know it's so funny you say Heidi Madonna comes up for me mm -hmm. you know Madonna was such a big piece of my life growing up and she she what was interesting about Madonna is she wasn't willing to be the norm mm -hmm. And a lot of times in leadership, I mean, I, leadership is one of the things that I focus on in my management consulting practice. And I, I, one of the things that we talk a lot about is what if there's no formula for leadership? Because for leadership to succeed, it's the uniqueness of you being you. Exactly. Not what everybody else is doing and being, you know? So I think that's the piece that'll a lot of times people forget too that Madonna, sometimes Madonna did it from fight, 
You know, I'm not talking about you have to do it from fight, but the willingness to be different, the willingness to follow what you know, you know, there's going to be things that you're aware of that nobody on the planet will be aware of. Yeah. Spark that idea cannot exist until you're willing to engage with it and allow it to exist. So Sophie, can we talk about this, this new project that you just finished and kind of how it came about. And I mean, it's just so cool. I want to tell everyone around the world about it. <laughs> okay, so we did the first Access Kids Only Foundation and it was really amazing. I created it in Germany last week ago. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know what? It, it is connected to the South African project. Because when I came back to Austria, I was like, okay, what can I create now? Yeah, <laughs> what can I do now? Um, and I was thinking of going back there and doing a foundation class with the kids. But then this COVID was coming and all this kind of stuff, all the regulations, and you couldn't go anywhere for a couple of months, let's say. And I was thinking about, okay, what if I start to do it in Europe somewhere? You don't have to go to South Africa. I can do it here as well and just bring it out here. And South Africa is not running away. So I had this idea quite a few weeks later. Mm -hmm. And this summer it got actualized. And it was really amazing. We had over 30 kids and they, they just loved it. I, I, I didn't expect that because two days before the foundation was coming up, I was like to my boyfriend, Christoph, I don't know why I'm doing that anymore. What, what's going on? What was my mission here? What was my idea? Why? I was like freaking out a little bit. <laughs> and he was bringing me down to earth again. Yeah. And then we just did it and it was amazing. And the kids, I mean, they got they were so grateful and I have to be honest, this was what, what was the most fun part for me. I mean, imagine you have 30 kids in your class and they are really staring at you and saying, hey, Sophie, thank you that there is someone who is actually talking with us about these topics. And so it didn't, mm -hmm. there's one thing I have to say here because yes. this a lot with leaders and it happens a lot with people wanting to bring something into the world there's a period of when this idea came to you and it needed so much of your energy it needed so much of you talking to others and adding other people's energies so that it can go from this little itty bitty energy to being able to be the energy that's required for it to be physically actualized but at some point it creates its own energy and it doesn't require your energy the same way. So a lot of times that's when people give up instead of continuing to move forward is that the energy changes so much. It gets so wacky that they don't know what to do with it anymore. But that's when your control on it has shifted as well. Mm -hmm. And now that it has its own living energy, it's asking something different of you. So I just want to highlight that because I perceive that happens so often and, and it's happened. I've chosen that so many times too of like, oh, where did it go? It's like, I lost it. No, you didn't lose it. It just became its own actual energy 
Mm-hmm. And now, what else does it require to come to f- physical fruition, you know? Mm-hmm. So here you are, this idea. Can you walk us through from idea to actualization? So like, where did you go? What did you do? Like you had to convince 30, 40 parents that nope, they can be there, but they cannot be part of the class. So, you know, (laughs) I I think you keep trying to put this under the rug, but this is a good step. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to come even in my class. They tried and they tried really hard. You were like, "Mm, my girl, she wants me with me. Can I come to class? And I was like, "Uh, no, darling, you have to go out of my class now. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay, how can I say? It started that I was talking in my normal foundation classes, let's say. I was talking about that I want to actualize a kids only foundation class. And I think I repeated that in every foundation class. And one girl, it was in January, one lady, and she she said to me, hey, I have a really cool location in Germany, close to Stuttgart, where all these lovely tents are, the circus tents and maybe you can do it there and this was like this ping yes here I want to have it because then I had this whole concept so I I knew how the flyer will look like with all these circus tents and stuff like that and it will be playful and joyful yeah and then I just started to ask the owner of the location if we can rent it for this four days and they said yes and I was like okay cool and who else can I now um, uh, include in this project? And I decided to work with two of my hosts. They are bars facilitators. And I wanted that they are like joining and also be in the class. These were those two adults who were allowed in my class because they were showing the kids the bars points, doing with them the body processes. And of course, my lovely boyfriend, because I wanted that this will be a movie so he was the director of photography Mm -hmm. and was like filming the whole class Mm -hmm. because if I'm doing those projects and it was already the same in South Africa I want that the world is inspired of course you can do it everyone can do it it's not a big deal but you have to bring it out in the world and you have to be willing to show it and I think this is one of the leader being a leader skills as well be willing to bring it out and to show to people what you are doing. Yeah. I think so often we have people who lead without being seen Mm -hmm. and that's okay too. And what else can it create if you include also being seen? And I think sometimes people take it to extremes that they have to be, oh, (gasps) drama. I have to be like an actress. No, no, be you. But what if it is about maybe someone writing a story about it, or maybe it's about, you know, you having a Facebook live or an Instagram live or talking on a podcast, or maybe it is actually having it filmed and allowing the energy of whatever that is to speak for itself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because what I think is maybe, yeah, what you said is totally right. And if people don't want to be seen, this is okay as well. Um, And it is also a gift if you bring it out in the world and if you inspire people with that. This is so always 
ask yourself the question, if I bring it out more in the world, will it inspire people? Will it contribute that more people are willing to do those things and to step up and to show their projects? Mm -hmm. And what I wish pers personally is that every CF starts to do a kids only foundation if it's fun for them. Yeah, if these kids have already these amazing tools, uh, that would be amazing. Or thinking of a three-day body class, a talk to the entities class, just with kids. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I'll tell you, nine years ago, I became VARS facilitator. And that was my ask. What would it take to have, because I have this program called Leaders of Tomorrow. And um, part of the leaders of tomorrow is that there's a one day of bars. And I was like, what would it take? Because leaders of tomorrow starts at the age of eight to a hundred. It includes everyone, CEOs, stay at home families, you know, kids, whatever, and everything in between. And um, I remember having that conversation with the person who used to lead the bars group, Pam. And I was like, okay, Pam, if I want to do this, what, what can I do? You know, I started talking about it. And actually that conversation with Pam didn't yield doing a bars class for kids, but you know what it did? It opened the doors for me going to the military and the veterans affairs and having that conversation about leaders of tomorrow and about the bars with them. And then we were approved to come into um, the Naval Hospital in Bethesda and run bars on wounded warriors and their families. So like the thing that I want to share with this story is what if your idea is the seed that opens other ideas as well? Because, you know, like you going to go do foundation and then you ended up creating this incredible thing with bars. What if they're not separate? Yeah. You know, for me, it was the same thing that there was something talking to me about bars for kids and what it yielded was us going into the military. And then the military things that we created opened doors for us to go into hospitals and run bars for nurses. So, and then everything in between, you know, even little kids, when I used to go to the university, I'm just saying like, what if it's not one thing, but you have the gift and the way that you're receiving information to plant seeds and allow them to grow wherever they want to grow. And like you said earlier, follow that energy, mm. whatever that thing is that gets you enthusiastic and happy. Because some people would not enjoy having a class for kids. That would drive them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a teacher, you know, for fourth grade. So, and youngsters as well. So I always laugh because I'm like, you know, people don't know what they're missing, but some people would never go there, you know? <laughs> it's a piece of a cake. <laughs> so anything else, Sophie, you want to share about any of these projects or any other projects you're working on? Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's not about my projects, maybe it's more for the audience. So what I wanted to tell people is also, it doesn't matter how crazy your idea is. What if you can just, like you said already, you have this awareness, you have an idea, you think, hey, I'm super crazy and weird to have this idea. 
yeah but what if you just trying it and you bring it out into the world and you just see where it goes and where it leads actually mm -hmm. yeah and you know what if the crazy idea is that you also have a million ideas mm -hmm. um i remember um i had one business and then I had another business that I wanted to come to fruition. And I remember even my ex-husband would say, you're crazy. Why don't you do everything you want to do, all this energy that you're using for the second company into your first company? And I was like, no, but this is so loud. It's calling me. It's calling me. And I get how often people are also told, do one thing at a time. Mm. But for me, I don't function that way. And I realize if I do one thing at a time, I'm going to micromanage it to death literally to death. So what if there's also multiple projects that are going to desire for you to lead them, but doesn't mean you have to do it by yourself. Who else can you add? And every project is going to be requiring different things each day. And what I found is when I have a lot of projects going on at the same time, they contribute to each other. Totally. So I would just invite people like, what if everything you learned about how you had to do it, when you had to do it, had nothing to do with what's going to work for you, but it starts from you being in the question and asking, you know, what would be fun to add to my life and living? What would be fun to add to the world and start to allow you to receive the ideas and the different creations because everything has consciousness. So there's a consciousness of something desiring to come alive that's going to come and become an idea for you. Wonderful. <laughs> there's nothing to, to add. Mic drop. <laughs> is get even better well sophie i'm so grateful you were here and thank you for the gift of you being you and spreading that gift to choose you know to kids to adults to everyone around the world and to your amazing boyfriend who captured the energy and the essence of these creations and shared it with us because I didn't know you were working on this project at all until I saw the videos after and just like right now just chills throughout my whole body and just like truly the gift and magic that it is on the planet so thank you for you thank you so much thank you where can people find you how do they find you um on my website suficiani.com that's mm -hmm. it and I'm also on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Yeah. Well, everyone, if you guys look in the description of this YouTube video, as well as the podcast, you will have um, Sophie's information and a little bit about her, her biography. So if there's anything that you guys want to do and reach out to her, please do. She's incredible. And she's facilitating access classes around the world. And if you guys have any questions, you can go to my website, globalwellnessforall.com to learn more about access, bars, foundation, and everything else. And then accessconsciousness.com is a wealth of information, YouTube, Instagram, the website. There's so many incredible things. And there are Bars is in 176 countries, okay? So there is a magical Bars practitioner or facilitator near you. All you have to do is take a second to go looking, or maybe you can even ask a question, where are they? And they'll find you. I mean, it's just incredible how this happens. 
<laughs> not a lot of effort required. Um, but these 32 points is something that I personally have done for me on a regular basis because it enhances my creativity, makes my body and me happy, and just expands that receiving in space. So, you know, what else is possible truly that you haven't even considered yet? And thank you, Sophie. Thank you for all of you that are listening or watching today or in the future. And how much more fun can we have with our creations that we haven't even considered yet? Thank you so much. And people get your bathroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> foundation. It's incredible. It's four days. I mean, the last one I did in Chicago a week and a half ago, I'm still in awe because as a facilitator, we also receive in the class. It's not just for the participants, but like how much truly the world has changed. And if you allow the foundation of your life to change as well, like what if everything you're asking for is hmm. just a choice away? Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. See you next time. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for being here with us, whether you were listening or watching. We are so grateful for you and we need your help. We would love to spread the seeds of wellness all around the world. Will you assist us? You can subscribe below. You can subscribe in Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. We are everywhere. And we ask, would you be willing to actually spread this to others that you may know who can actually be contributed with the tools and resources to bring more wellness into their life and into their bodies?